Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the Greater Washington Partnership and what it does. What's really exciting here is that there's companies and employers in this region who feel ownership for these issues because the talent pool impacts their bottom line and they're looking to collectively address this and help make the capital region one of the best places in the world to work, live, and build a business. Our next guest is Brian Finch. Brian is Senior Vice President for Strategic Initiatives of the Greater Washington Partnership. Greater Washington Partnership is a very important organization here in our region. It's composed by 20 board members representing companies like Under Armour, Cap One, and MedImmune. Collectively, the 20 board members and their companies constitute, as a group, the leading employers in our region. So the Greater Washington Partnership talks about the need to address issues like workforce development, we should pay attention. But Brian, we're here to talk today about a recent study that you released talking about our tech workforce. But before we do that, tell our listeners, what is Greater Washington Partnership? Uh, The Partnership's a civic alliance of uh, CEOs of many of the leading employers in the capital region, spanning Baltimore to Richmond. The organization came out of an effort a couple of years ago uh, that tried to bring the Olympics to the region in 2024. That effort saw the Olympics not just as an exciting showcase of uh, our city and region, but really as a way to drive some cross-jurisdictional decisions on big issues that matter to our region, things like transportation, housing, environmental issues. And while the the Olympic decision went a different way, there was a recognition that those issues are still here. And there was a recognition that the group of of employers and entrepreneurs that were around the table could still provide a connective tissue in addressing what are often cross-jurisdictional challenges in this region. So the core of what we're trying to do is change the trajectory to go from underperforming to the performance level that we're capable of. What are some of the things that came out of this survey that you think everybody really should be focusing on as we build our economy? So one of the interesting things we we found in this study is just how well positioned this region spanning Baltimore to Richmond is to be a global leader in digital technology. As a region, we're home to a deep pool of digital tech workers. In fact, we rank second on a per capita basis behind only uh, the Bay Area and California. One in every 16 jobs in our region is a digital tech occupation, not to mention the increasing digital content of spanning all occupations and industries that uh, exist here in the capital region. We also boast an unparalleled pipeline for producing tech talent. We've got more than 100 higher education institutions in our uh, region, which is really unmatched. And because of that, we produce the largest number of digital tech-oriented degrees and certificates of any region in the country. However, our region has been losing share of these important digital tech jobs. Over the last five years, we've grown these jobs at a 3% clip. So that's still positive. That's about 8,000 net jobs. But it's at a pace far slower than the 12% growth rate that we're seeing elsewhere around the country. There's about 35,000 unfilled tech digital tech jobs right now in our region. And that's a constraint on our employer's ability uh, to grow their operations here. So we've got this interesting phenomenon where we literally are the the training ground for the retooling of the workforce nationally. You know, we're generating more digitally savvy people here out of our academic institutions than any place in the country. We've got a lot of people in the industry, but yet 
they're 30,000 by your estimate and others, uh, your meaning McKenzie, the folks that work with you and others, 30 to 40,000 40, jobs right now that are unfilled that could be filled if we had the workforce. So we're produce, is the problem that we're not producing enough or is the problem that we're not producing the right people? You've done a lot of work now around workforce. What, what are you hearing? Our report looked very closely at one occupation, information security analysts, to get at the root causes of these digital tech job gaps that you talked about. Uh, cybersecurity jobs are a highly uh, digital intensive occupation, and those represent about 15% of all those openings that you talked about in the region. In the paper, we lay out five areas where we think our region needs to up its game, and this needs to happen collectively, uh, starting with the employer community and involving the education institutions as well as government. It starts with employers communicating more specific demand signals about the talent uh, that they need. Those signals can motivate education institutions and uh, help them tailor the curriculum, and it can motivate students and job seekers to go uh, get educated in those fields. Um, one of the things we did was conduct a survey of the 20 organizations that we have around our board table. And what they shared with us is that over the next five years, just those organizations alone estimate they're going to need to hire more than 135,000 people in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And that includes 20,000 workers in this subset of highly digital intensive uh, occupations that we're talking about. And these employers really rely on locally developed talent to, to fill those jobs. As digital technology becomes more infused in all aspects of the workplace, uh, we know that, and our report talks about, we need to scale programs at the kindergarten through grade 12 level. And then you know, we've, there's a really remarkable gap we found in terms of the level of experience that employers are asking for and you know, the level of experience that students are coming out of uh, university with. And so how can we scale the number of internships and work-based learning opportunities for students, particularly at the post-secondary level? It's Brian Finch, ladies and gentlemen, Senior Vice President for Strategic Initiatives of the Greater Washington Partnership. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>